Well, we all know that on Tuesday, a verdict came down against Derek Chauvin for the murder of George Floyd. What I'd also like you to know, if you don't already know, and you might like to know, that the very next day, on Wednesday, and this was planned way ahead of time, way ahead of time, on Wednesday, the priests of the archdiocese, all of us, the priests of the archdiocese were in convocation with the archbishop by way of Zoom. It was like 170 faces and names on, on the screen there, you know? And remembering that this was planned a long, long time ago, the topic of the day was racism. There were those of us who couldn't wait. Discussions need to happen, and we want them to happen. There couldn't have been anybody more delighted that this day was taking place than I was. In fact, I was disappointed. It was scheduled to be a whole day, and then it got cut down to just the morning. We had, all of us together, we heard a talk by a bishop, the bishop who is the United States Catholic Conference chairperson of the Ad Hoc Committee Against Racism for the bishops of the United States. He's from Louisiana, and he's a black man. Then we had two presentations by professors at the University of Dayton. One was an historian, one is an historian, and one is a sociologist. And then we heard from a number of, of witnesses, those who spoke of their own personal experiences concerning racism. And of course, they were all people of color. Bravo. There was also something about the day that made me a tad nervous. And it wasn't so much the topic, although I did know and was kind of hoping that we would all leave feeling a little bit uncomfortable. Do you know what I mean? That we'd all be shaken up a bit. But the thing that really made me nervous uh, going toward the day was that I was asked several days before to be one of the, the breakout session facilitators. Yikes. Okay, you know, it's one thing being a preacher where I'm standing here and you're all sitting down. But now I was going to be a facilitator for a group of priests. And you may know that um, as a general characteristic, a lot of us priests don't like being facilitated. Uh, and part of the thing was is that I was supposed to be with the group and to help uh, guide the conversation and help them to stay away from certain things as well. And the main thing was, is that we were all supposed to be speaking from our own experience. That we were not to be preachers, so we would not be preaching, we'd be pondering. Can you feel the difference there? That we were not permitted, we were not supposed to be, talking about what we thought, or what our opinions were about whatever. But to, know, but to more talk about what we were, we were feeling. This is a group of priests, okay? 
a group of men, a group of priests. My own personal experience it was supposed to be. So we had the talk from the bishop, splendid talk. Um, and we, you know how they magically, there's 170 faces in the gallery and then somebody hits a key and suddenly there's seven of us. And I wish I could have taped that moment to see their faces actually, because I know I was very quickly scanning the group to see who was in the group with me. And I could just imagine that all of their eyes were just going like such. And I had the question, they were just given it just moments ago. I've had it for a couple weeks. And the question after the talk by the bishop was, it sounds very simple, doesn't it? It's like, what one thing struck you, challenged you, or moved you? Okay, so not what you thought about what he said, not to counter it or to say, well, I think, you know, there's also to be this thing. No. The question was, I'm sitting here with this group now. This talk just happened. How am I challenged? How am I struck? How am I moved by what was just said? And actually, I was delighted. Um, they weren't, what's the expression, you know, like it, sometimes you feel like you're hurting cats. Um, we were all trying to do what we were called to be doing at that moment. Then we had the second, the second presentation, and that was by, it was a presentation on racism in the United States from the point of view of history and also from sociology. So again, somebody clicks the, hits the key, and we're back with the group again. And I was relieved that we were the same seven. You know, we like didn't have to start all over again. This time, our question, and these were not discussion groups, right? They were, they were listening sessions, not discussion groups. This time the question was, share an example, a personal example, of when I have seen racial injustice and how I reacted. Can you see that the questions are getting a little more uh, toward some kind of core of who we are? Um, they're going a little, bit, a little bit deeper into things. So the second question, share an example of when you have seen racial injustice and how you reacted. Again, not talking about any situation in Minnesota or in Columbus or here in Cincinnati or here in Vandalia or any place, where I have seen this take place and how I reacted to all of that. Bravo again to the guys in trying to keep with the, the question at hand. Then the third section was is that we had the presentations from those, from people of color who were talking about their experience of being people of color. Now unfortunately, and I really do say unfortunately, unfortunately, the time gave out and we were not able to break into our session. So, so interesting that I was first fearful of the, of the sessions and then I'm disappointed that we're not gonna have this one because I too knew what the question was going to be. And this was the question, a two-part question. When did I, when did I first realize my own race 
and how it was different from the race of someone else. Wow, I don't know if you could answer that right off the bat, could you? Uh, but it was, it was some, some thinking that was being done there. So the first part of the question is, when did I, I, okay, when did I first realize my own race and how it was different from others? And the other part of the question is, what advantages or privileges or disadvantages do I have because of my race? I'm sorry we didn't get to that session. Now, we were asked to take those two questions, questions with us to continue to ponder them. And I can honestly tell you, honestly tell you, that I've taken all of those questions with me since Wednesday. And I suspect they're going to be with me for quite a while. The three sets of questions. When there are things that are said about race, whether it be on TV or it's one of your neighbors or something you read or some talk that you've heard, what's one thing that I hear that strikes me, that challenges me, that moves me? How about an example of when I have seen racial injustice? How did I react? When did I first realize my own race and how it was different from somebody else's? Do I, am I aware that I have advantages or privileges or disadvantages that I possess because of my race? And if there's any kind of discussion that goes on, it's a discussion that needs to take place first in here. If there's any combating with another opinion, it needs to first be a ramming together of opinions that are in here. I can honestly tell you that I take those three questions with me. I ponder them. And I'm going to try to remain curious how I discover my responses to them as time goes on.